0: You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network Uh hoy, hoy Riverdale gang.
1: Hey, for you it's been a whole week for us. It's been fifteen minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. We are uh, Ryan and Chloe. We are sitting here on this lazy mm-hmm. Wednesday afternoon in uh, Batman onesie.
1: I am wearing a Batman onesie and it's really
0: spectacular
1: um, alpaca slippers from Peru. <gasps> Wait,
0: the fluffy, soft
1: are they alpaca? alpaca something? I don't remember. They're from Peru.
0: What matters is they are good slippers. They are good
1: slippers. Um, this is the Riverdale Gang podcast. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Um, we uh, this is a spoiler heavy mm-hmm. rewatch
0: of season one.
1: Season one
0: during the off season. As we uh, catch ourselves up properly uh, and um, spend some time with our favorite dark sugar trash sexy teens before yes. the season three in the summer. Maybe after clarify
1: summer. that sexy teens does not refer to actual teenagers in this instance, but people yes. who are actually Ryan and Ryan's
0: age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give or take a couple of years.
1: Yes. Um... So, last episode was the Dark Betty episode. Yeah. And this episode, we get introduced to a ton of cool stuff, like the beginning mm-hmm. of the South Side Serpent's plot.
0: The fundamental plot that seems to be carrying us through uh, the show. Yeah. I would say.
1: Yeah. And um, we get introduced to Hermione the Criminal a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And
1: we get introduced to Jughead, the patron saint of lost causes.
0: And uh, poverty and class disparity in Riverdale. Yes. This is this is another step in um the you know the core statements of this show, in who their jughead is. Mm-hmm. Um this is really his introduction episode as the mysterious narrator of several episodes past fully emerges.
1: Yes. And we also um we also deal with Geraldine Grundy.
0: Yes. <laughs> Some more Geraldine. Um great emergence of nancy drew betty yeah a real i think first investigative uh endeavor
1: yeah cool stuff in this episode let's watch it
0: let's jump right in gang ready got your netflix up too okay three two one
1: Ah. and then
0: Um, the warner brothers uh noise.
1: Previously on Riverdale, hey, that was those two establishing shots. I don't think made it to the three estab- four establishing shots. Didn't really make it to. Uh...
0: Well, the the twins one did,
1: and the yeah, and the the big
0: so. the big city pan over. But yeah, I agree that first one might be. Yeah, uh, it gets right. a lot of mileage in the in the early preview. Uh, car.
1: Well done. Nice.
0: I wasn't trying. I swear. <laughs> I'm never trying, but sometimes weird things slip out of my mouth. Too many of my friends are pun people.
1: Yes. This is when the show was so new that the recap was basically just... um,
0: Last episode. Yeah, just (laughs) basically, like,
1: mostly the entire last episode.
0: Functionally the trailer.
1: Yes. (sighs) Pops Chocolate Shop. I, I, you know, some friends of mine Mm -hmm. have been going out there, and apparently it's lovely.
0: Great. Let's... We should day trip out to Pops.
1: Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. it's in... It's not in Chilliwag, I don't think it's that... Langley?
0: Yeah, that sounds... probable.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, more color grading, more hard color grading happening, as these scenes are more sharply delineated. Um, Mm -hmm. the worlds of each of these characters, rich, hyper-saturated blossom world, light, soft, pastel, Mm Cooperland, um... Pops in the mornings is, the faded red leaving us just with the twilight blue in a lovely way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sheriff Keller doesn't know. Well, here's some Betty
0: narration. It's not our lead narration, but it's notable.
1: She's not really narrating, though. She's writing in her journal. I guess that is narrating.
0: Yeah. I I feel like as a, the way that that baton was passed from Jughead to her, it's transitional, but it's still. She's not speaking to the same people he is speaking to. Right. Yeah. So it it is slipping Maureen world. That was quite a montage of um hot flash so- thoughts for Archie. <laughs> like, yeah. He's look. I loved this awkward young kid, Archie. Like I love how clumsily he's handling this. Um, it amps up the awkwardness and not okay ness of the relationship. Um, but it's it's one of those notes where they remember teens are teens. And I'm grateful for that in the show.
1: Oh no, so awkward. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's right, he thinks she's cute. Yep, Fred flirts uh, with her. Oh, bad. So, so painful. This is like Cordelia Connor Angel bad.
0: And in any other world, I mean, I'd date that.
1: <laughs> what? Fred? Hmm, which one? Oh yeah, oh, totally. Hmm. I would date him too.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Seems a great choice.
1: Yeah. Uh, I would make a great stepmom to Archie. <laughs> he would never have joined his formed militia if I'd been his stepmom.
0: Fair. There would have been some long, meaningful talks about... I, I feel like I would have dragged him down to a local political volunteer event. Although he apparently worked on Mayor McCoy's campaign, so he's politically engaged. This is a weird group of friends. What's yeah. What's happening here? This
1: is sort of an odd f- for people, and Betty's, like, not here <laughs> with this pink... Milkshake in front of her.
0: But Jughead's just going on a cinema rant.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, normally she's kind of more invested in his rants.
0: Well, they're not dating yet.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right.
0: (laughs) That's an interesting trope. Um, Young straight dude has many opinions and rants, and only after dating him his girlfriend starts listening to them. Oh, boy. Uh, Anyway...
1: Ripley <laughs> reference
0: reference reference reference.
1: She yeah, I'm not here. <laughs> Normally, Betty is the one wearing the sparkly collar. This time, Veronica is.
0: Who called this friend meeting? Rebel
1: without a cause. <laughs> oh, was that a burger that he just got served?
0: Uh, nope. No, we cut right away.
1: Is she what is she adding?
0: Uh, sourpuss, I guess. Ew. <laughs> Very high school. <laughs> mm.
1: uh,
0: Cheryl, do you... Hey. Cheryl. Cheryl already has a hot red leather jacket. Oh, yeah. I wonder if she... Uh, is that the same
1: one? I wonder.
0: I mean, I I feel like costume design had a richer budget. Um, and the color's different, but that's because we're heavily, heavily color graded. Um, I feel like what what began is clever cinematography and neon set deck really rolled into lighting and post like this episode, last episode, but we're really starting to see it saturate in here, right? This was a much better, brightly, more white lit place two episodes ago, and especially what, the pilot.
1: Wait, does Kevin know? He just behaved as if he knew.
0: Hmm. I don't what, think so.
1: Um.
0: Not about just, the Grundy things. He was thing, like, "That
1: looks awkward," or something like that, and everyone yeah, because Kevin.
0: Because Kevin can read drama. He's drawn to it. He has a nose for it. Oh, that
1: looks awkward. Not like I know what's happening and it looks awkward.
0: Yeah, that's my read. Oh, okay. Kevin is a hound for awkward. Is
1: (laughs) is there anything you want to tell me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. She doesn't even know what she's fishing. That sound you hear is Archie's stomachs hitting the (laughs) sidewalk with a slap.
0: And a lovely score. A lovely ambient score. (laughs) Look how glowingly blue!
1: Jughead's like, I don't want to watch.
0: Kevin is (laughs) unapologetically ogling the situation.
1: (laughs) Oh, she's calling everyone. Girl, never mind. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) What (laughs) was she got here? Kevin, precious Kevin. So it's platonic. Oh my god, between his mom, (laughs) his
0: dad, and Grundy, ah. No, don't
1: walk in there. Oh god, I forgot about how uncomfortable this is.
0: And how. Veronica sometimes misses I know, cubes. I know
1: that sounds bad. <laughs> it sounds like. <sighs> mm hmm. Uh, technically, Betty's right. Yes!
0: In this, Betty's moralizing and panic is the correct feeling. We all know it. Archie knows
1: it. You lied to Sheriff Keller. Her big eyes. Oh, Betty. Betty. Just wait. What's ahead of you, my friend? (laughs) (laughs) Veronica's leg kind of like, oh, this like small town stuff is like not working for me. (laughs) And Alice. Yeah.
0: Spectacular Alice with spectacular timing.
1: Well, she doesn't even have a wall, like a bat, like what? Who are these teenagers (laughs) who have money just magically there?
0: Maybe the boys? <laughs>
1: hey,
0: it's still the 1950s in Riverdale. Uh, yeah, select ways so. in the car design and who picks up the tab? Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: Veronica's. Oh, Veronica. Oh, Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yep, Ugh. He,
0: yep, he is. That's the problem, Oh, yes.
1: don't write all this down. What are you doing, Betty?
0: Betty is still trusting. Her trust hasn't shattered Sister.
1: yet. <laughs> Ew. <sighs> What's yeah. the, what is this car that Cheryl's in?
0: Uh, it's red. That's all we need. Yes. To know that it's Cheryl's.
1: Also, like, oh, hair. What did she say? Hair models at the dam.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. And then they I just I want to know vanish. about Cheryl's media intake. Mm. That is what I want to know.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what her recently watched looks like on Netflix.
1: I first time I watched this I thought about the adults watching this show thinking mm-hmm. about children with technology
0: yes 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 and
1: taking pictures of everything and how nothing is safe
0: mm-hmm.
1: are they scared of the kids
0: oh I absolutely
1: are the big, Un- like we're in, we're in that weird like in between where like we don't have we didn't have quite as much access to the internet as kids mm-hmm. we have it as adults mm-hmm. and then like it isn't like I remember my oh, I'm gonna go on a big divergent rant. Point it's okay. being is I think the the like the it's adult just head and archie kids. talking
0: now. Uh I agree. I yeah. think I think that's in the zeitgeist. Um I think March for yeah. Our Lives is is uh, a wonderful positive representation of that fear come to life and I think there are a lot of negative representations yeah. and um in- inaccessible changing cultural norms and shifts, especially around Um, communication and text-based communication norms that make younger and text-heavy generations esoteric and inaccessible for a lot of folks who've not um, quite reasonably not kept up with the extreme shift in tech and communication in the last five to ten years. Yeah. Like, if you blinked, if you were serving a prison sentence, if you were unwell, if you were just out of pop culture for a couple of years for any reason, there's a lot to catch up on. And I think it has a, a rapidly changing jargon that's perhaps more more intense than pe- than previous generation gaps.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: talking over Grundy again. Yeah, we are in um, my
1: first permanent position. I do have to say, it is interesting to like see
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, up close. Oh.
0: Jason Blossom.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. Dropping a
0: little hint that maybe he was another victim of hers. We never explore that. I'm kind of glad. Pretty cute, right? Good. Yeah, sure you don't, Geraldine. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. As much as she knows she is caught.
1: Betty, like...
0: (sighs) Clumsy Betty. You need
1: to be like... Clumsy Betty. You need to be like a little bit more subtle...
0: That said, in this case, simply signaling to her that she's kind of caught seems to be sufficient, right?
1: Another night, another hag. (laughs)
0: Problems, 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 problems.
1: Oh, yeah. The other thing that I wanted to say is that Jughead had a great line where he's talking about saving the drive and he's talking to Archie. Mm. We were talking over it. I'm trying to hang on to something much older than me as well. It was funny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I missed that. Thank you.
1: Uh, well, how, how do you end up with the movies with... You could be a stock character from an IDC movie. <laughs> so true.
0: Dear Regina George, but significantly gayer. Yeah.
1: Uh, Kevin's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. It, it's I like guess.
0: she picks these fights so that she can use this this good, good gossip.
1: Yes. Oh, right. This is the beginning.
0: Exposition. Exposition, exposition. Good exposition.
1: They're sort of dangerous.
0: (laughs) Uh, Kevin, how far you have to go. Uh, when um, Hermione Lodge was an ambiguous and present full-time character.
1: Who knew working could be so tiring? Oh, Hermione. (laughs) Wow, this is this nice moment of honesty that just disappears as the show goes on.
0: yeah. It's as if her f- trust and faith are repeatedly abused and broken. And so Veronica grows. And then Hermione kills a man to protect them both. And it's spectacular. I'm yeah. looking forward to picking up Hermione as an independent character arc next season. Um, I understand why she was um, much less in focus as Hiram was being introduced as the big bad. But um, I really want her as a power player. More than the accessory role she's served through much of the second season. Because I, I really enjoyed Hermione as a character. She feels like one of the most um, original creations in this show. Um, even more than, you know, FP Fred Andrews, I, I would say Hermione, especially for season one Hermione, felt very independently created.
1: Yeah. Also, Hermione Lodge just said, meha when have I ever lied to you? Oh boy.
0: <laughs> oh boy. That's a loaded question.
1: Um... What oh I, oh right, um this is the beginning of their like him mm-hmm. him being the like the town troublemaker. Yep, and her being like, oh, how do I deal with you? Yes, <laughs> you know.
0: We we never do deal with how does yeah. Jughead keep getting into the mayor's office, but you know.
1: Well, it is a small town. I imagine it's fairly easy to walk into a mayor's office. I mean, you'd know better than me.
0: Yeah. I've I've walked into the mayor's office before just because I can.
1: It at home you mean or here? Yeah, oh at
0: home. Yeah. I haven't done that here, although I suppose in theory I could. It's like a few blocks from my house.
1: Well oh, that's right. Does he work from home?
0: What? No, for the city hall's a few blocks from my house.
1: Oh right. <laughs> Man.
0: This was a good nod yeah. to Miss Grundy was originally. The real Miss Grundy. Uh yeah. yeah, and the the idea that they've just like, yes, she exists and she died <laughs> Is actually kind of given that I missed the school dynamic of Comics Miss Grundy, like I really like her as a character, historically. Um I enjoyed this nod. Yeah. Um
1: this is an interesting this is this is an interesting sort of like prelude to um,
0: Betty mm-hmm. trying
1: to like meddle with Kevin's. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, this it is, works this, here.
1: This to me is like morally wrong, whereas what Kevin is Kevin is doing is not. Yes, but obviously showing there's, the there's... two
0: sides of Betty's moralizing yeah. Yeah. and and interjecting herself into someone else's crises. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it's very valuable to see the various outcomes as she chooses her fights.
1: No, here we yep. go. Yep,
0: you're trying to date her, Archie. This is never. This is never going to know
1: stuff. <sighs> this is, Ugh, man.
0: It's uncomfortable. You...
1: Juilliard held up Ugh. as such
0: a such a pristine gold standard.
1: Yeah. You know, this is a sad moment. Like, I feel sorry for this character, and I don't, mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Because she is a predator.
0: Yep. And... and... reads as a recurrent pre- predator.
1: Yeah, because that scene we see...
0: Mm-hmm. And the fact that she apparently, you know, had to take off from her last town. You yeah. know, there's There's no real indication of the gap between this abusive relationship and whatever... Whatever yeah. pattern she has been uh, repeating in the meantime for who knows how long. Yeah. How many victims.
1: Yeah. Okay, <sighs> here we go. Here's... What is? What are they doing? I forget what they're doing. Breaking
0: into her car to investigate. This is where we get the gun.
1: Oh, right. And this is mm-hmm. where, like... My dad and I fixed cars together. That's a nice, like, detail.
0: Good mem—good memory, Riverdale. Betty is handy. Betty's always been handy.
1: Is th- was that in the comics? Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Betty
0: regularly is seen doing mechanics oh, work and and handy told me handy that. person work. Mm-hmm.
1: Cute little vintage car. Yeah. Huh. Is this a felony? Is breaking into someone's car a felony? I don't
0: think so. I don't think so. I like—they're not stealing it. They're stealing a gun. That's questionable <laughs> um I like I feel like this is kind of one checkoff gun shared between several guns and several scenes and several arcs that gets passed around yeah. Does that makes sense because I feel like the gun in the militia early season 2 arc it's a different gun but I, the introduction yeah. feels like this continuous like it
1: well this gun it, gets it used eventually of.
0: I'm blanking who does she shoot this one doesn't get used. Veronica ha- no, this, shoots a different no, gun no. in the air.
1: No, no, no. She saves this until...
0: Yeah, until ready to kill her dad.
1: N- no, when she pulls it on um Chick. Oh,
0: yes. But she doesn't actually shoot it. No. Yeah, it doesn't but go it gets off used. yet.
1: But there's the gun, and then mm-hmm. it hangs out. Uh-huh. For a time.
0: And is smartly set aside. Um, One of the biggest achievements, I thought, of season two was actually bringing all their dangling plot points together in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to see the earlier roots of some of those being woven <sighs> in.
1: We were just in front of the car. <laughs>
0: it's not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yep, and all oh, of this boy. fits exactly with what Archie was just been told. <sighs> now, timing. Some
1: sketch queen. What?
0: Here's the question. Is this a, an explicit manipulation? Who Grundy? What's the veracity of this story she's told Archie? Because she's clued in, perhaps by two or three people that people might be on to her.
1: Oh, like Juilliard and the yeah Juilliard oh. the
0: abusive situation. Oh, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's tricky because as soon as she as soon as I'm accepting her as an unreliable narrator, and she is. The more we see her this season, the more I see it, mm-hmm. uh, how much we want to doubt. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, here, oh, Jughead, he's appealing to Fred, he's appealing to everybody.
0: All of the adults who fail this child. Yeah. All of them.
1: And then suddenly start to aggressively <laughs> succeed for him.
0: True. Well, in Fred's case, at least.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Um, some hypothetical oh, no. future.
1: You're just oh rude. Uh, well, I mean, like also not rude.
0: Yeah, like limited lived experience perspective of even knowing your your dad has problems.
1: Uh, <sighs> oh, Jughead, don't be so. Well, I mean, but also do be so because we need this voice in the show. But
0: mm-hmm. he'll grow. He grows. Yeah, this. Oh. The seeds of this grew slow, but grew deep.
1: Yes. The,
0: beginning. The land deal.
1: So, is this a plan that she's discussed with Hiram? Is this all I don't, part of what comes to fruition in season 2? It
0: Let's listen carefully, cuz it feels like it.
1: Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah.
0: One of the most prime pieces of real estate. We're not even talking about South Side, North Side yet. No. Right? We're just putting the pieces in play. Hmm. <laughs> More Grundy! We're almost done Grundy, right? Yep. I think, like, next episode or the one after we are done with Grundy. I think
1: it's this episode we're done. Oh, I
0: hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Because yeah. then we can move on to better things and better plots and better character growth. Mm.
1: Uh-oh. Yep. you are upset. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah.
0: This, so... is, this is her tragic backstory. Okay, which... Yeah. Um...
1: How do... I don't, I don't remember.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, glasses off, so it's real. Yeah. Um, I... You know, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if they're trying to make her into, like, traumatized, therefore, predator. Hmm. Which is annoying.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, a lot of predators are traumatized.
0: Yes. Um,
1: <sighs> I don't know what to do here.
0: Me neither. It's complicated. And they, I think, unintentionally gave us a very complicated and difficult character and story while trying to work their way out from what they dug themselves into in the pilot. Cause yeah. all of this is makes sense, right? Yeah. But at the same time with what we know about her behavior with underage students, um all of that can be true. Um
1: She must be very short. Apparently K J Apa is not the tallest.
0: Mm hmm, yes. He is about our height. My Andrew height.
1: Riverdale, the town with Pep. <sighs> pep, 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 pep. Here's
0: Kevin Sharing a coffee. And your daddy.
1: Oh the murder wall. Oh yeah.
0: It's pretty good. I love wall. how
1: they set things up just to like have them be <laughs> dealt with a few seconds later. Oh yeah. that's interesting, a little vintage uh-huh. nod. Uh-huh. All the vintage
0: The bass singing bass
1: on the, on the walls.
0: Yeah, I like the sheriff's office here. It's very, like,
1: vintage. <laughs> Isn't there a gay kid at your school? Yeah, there is. Me.
0: <laughs> this is a very good conversation.
1: Yeah. We both know what goes on in those woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm You go, you stay in the track. This is, like, kind of a good, like... Mm -hmm. A good moment where he's, like, not being, like, an awkward straight dad. Yeah. Uh,
0: A small-town dad who will unabashedly give his son supportive, positive, general advice and support and safety and talk about the issue of, of his sexuality without cringe. It's refreshing. The more casual conversations we get to see queer kids have on television, the better. Every episode does not need to be very special.
1: Well, man, way did to handle that like meddling parenting so well, Fred, that was awesome. It's like, oh, I feel like
0: it's been a long twenty years living next door for those those families
1: i yeah, it's interesting. Betty has some good instincts about this woman. I have to say
0: she does she does,
1: yeah, and, and I yeah, sorry. What were you gonna say?
0: Just like her, her doggedness coming out here.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: like she senses something's wrong, and she does not stop until she has exposed it. Um,
1: um, that's
0: an important line too. Archie setting his own terms in this.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that again heralds two future Betty moralizing issues or boundaries that we bump up into. Hmm. <laughs>
1: Um Aww. Mm, smithers. I love how she's like, I'm married, but also I don't want to be alone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And don't blame you on either count.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially now that we know Hiram.
1: Why doesn't she just get a divorce from him?
0: Cause she's a mob wife. She
1: Some mob wives get divorces, don't they?
0: I feel like mob partner wise would wind up pretty dead. I, I I kind of feel like that's sort of the deal with their gang family. From what we learn yeah. later on, you don't leave.
1: <laughs> and hello, hello. Alice,
0: all of her, all of her fears. To be fair, are I would have some
1: indignation about finding a gun in my daughter's bedroom. Also,
0: yep, yep, yep. I would
1: not read her diary.
0: Yep, all of this
1: that would not.
0: But I sure would be unhappy about the gun. That would be a yes. okay. long, important sit-down conversation.
1: <sighs> what? You're not going to take the gun? You're just going to leave it on the sideboard. Okay, great. <laughs> you, do, you do what you got to do. The Rebel Without a Cause, James Dean, Natalie Wood. That's a great movie. Yeah, I've That's... never actually seen it. Oh, man.
0: I've got Bring some gaps apart. in my vintage film.
1: Ah, hmm. oh, it's a great old movie. Got some flaws. It's a little dated. It was made in 1950. Yeah, two fifty-three. <laughs> long time ago.
0: I'm, I'm liking Veronica and Kevin becoming friends.
1: Why? Why is <laughs> Cheryl do this? Because she's known to hang out with. Sure, that's that's sufficient. I'm uh. here for that. <laughs> Did anyone like Candyman? The movie? I thought that movie didn't do well.
0: Candyman. That's the one with saying his name three times. I don't know. Vintage horror? If that, uh, I seem to remember watching it in high school in a horror marathon, but being, like, too sleep-deprived and sugar-high to actually recognize anything that was happening.
1: <sighs> um, I want to her my nose.
0: Good, uh, good save mining. my... time honored Question mark?
1: excuse for women to go do anything. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> men just
0: don't ask questions, because we're afraid of knowing anything your adultery <laughs> friend? <laughs> oh, Alice! You're so you're so unapologetically loud. Uh,
1: man, I forgot about Alice, the person who's trying to compensate for her serpent past. Yep, 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 yep. I love I lo- this Cheryl. I love this Cheryl. She just takes that red licorice and just holds it as a prop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, like, seductively, hey, I recognize those popcorn containers. Those are, like, the go-to popcorn containers for theaters in <laughs>
0: Vancouver. A uh, Louboutin. Yep. heel.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> what a cutie. Yep. And also, like. Yep.
0: I mean, <laughs> they don't know it, but her dad owns the gang, So.
1: She just said, I've encountered worse in the East Village. No, you haven't. The East Village is gentrified, (laughs) full of students. My aunt and uncle live there. You're not fooling me, Veronica. You said it like...
0: She thinks the East Village is bad, I bet. have
1: been in the high hundreds, maybe, but like... Actually, (laughs) Harlem isn't even dangerous either. It's very safe.
0: Yeah. There's FP. I I spent my first couple days in New York last year in
1: Harlem, and I didn't even
0: realize it. it Yeah,
1: Harlem's fine.
0: Gorgeous with the best Spanish food.
1: There is no, like, there is no crime well, not in New like York Manhattan, anymore. New York isn't even right? New York anymore.
0: I mean, that seems relatively loose. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, Kevin. And hot feeling dog. your isolation. Oh, I feel God. it too. <laughs> That's a good line next to the giant neon hot dog sign, actually. <laughs> Random extra dude. Hey Joaquin! Hello. I liked seeing him reappear briefly in season two. Not uh, so even tough without
1: it... your beard. Ooh. <sighs> Threatening.
0: Um. Yeah, but that's also flirting.
1: It's, yeah. It's threat
0: flirting. It's. I you, see. How I gay are I you? See you can be gay. You can. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you gonna be gay. Hmm. Hi yeah. FP. Back when I thought you were a random extra.
1: Yeah, and back when he, like, had power because Hiram was in prison and they weren't sure what Hermione's deal was yet.
0: Yep. I mean,
1: middling power. This is, like, not safe FP.
0: No, this is deep addiction, unwell, hiding Jason's body FP.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not that different from... The FP whose perspective we've come to be with, be within, right? Yeah. Because, like, he's under pretty comparable pressures throughout the time we know him. First, the blossoms have dirt on him.
1: So, if this is a nice cello bow, Mm -hmm. that's like several thousand dollars. Yep. Where did he get it? Yep. How did he get it? No. He sure can't. Oh, he sold one of his guitars. Okay, maybe.
0: I mean, how nice is that guitar? How nice is that guitar? Also, she went to Juilliard. She's well equipped.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he keeps calling her Miss Grundy. It's like mm-hmm. in uh, The Graduate and in Life is a House. Yep. Uh. Ugh. Oh, she Being very smart here. And she's letting him be smart. Mm -hmm. To her credit.
0: Yep. Well, she probably feels pretty cornered and caught. Yeah. Reasonably fairly cornered and caught. Accurately and fairly cornered and caught.
1: they're about to explode through the door.
0: Right. Right. Yep. Oh. Caught. Just shy of actually being able to cover that. Except... Good exposition, Alice.
1: Rude.
0: I mean, accurate.
1: Yeah. (laughs) This also isn't her business, though.
0: It's true. And yet, this is why her daughter has a gun.
1: Yeah. So Alice
0: is going to fix it and make it her business.
1: Oh, right. Like, I'm
0: actually really, really good with this moralizing Alice. This,
1: like, excellent... Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they fighting? Are they fighting? Are they beating them up? No, no. no. Yep. This is a good (laughs) scene. Mm Mm-hmm. Yay. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I'm Joaquin, by the way, about 20 minutes later. Yep. Gay culture.
1: This is my number. Please use it. (laughs) Ugh.
0: (laughs) As in Sheriff Keller. Ooh.
1: Yep. (laughs)
0: Serpent's tattoo. Yep. Get it, Kevin. Get it. Oh, the lapel pull. Mm.
1: I know, so good.
0: So good. So sexy. Such chemistry.
1: Yeah, they do have chemistry, those two actors.
0: hmm Joaquin, underutilized, underdeveloped. Yeah. Gladys back.
1: And are they both straight, those actors? Uh, or, as like, far like as passing I, straight? Yeah,
0: as far as I know Casey Cod is, um, I do not know anything about Joaquin's actor.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I, uh, yes, I shouldn't he force is... me to do anything. Well, yeah, that's not how that works.
0: Hey, not nah, nah, sixteen. Minor and adult. Yeah. Correct, Alice.
1: Man, she is so uh, upset at so many things. Yep. Ugh, man.
0: You were doing so good, Alice. You're doing really good,
1: Yay. Alice. Ugh. Miss Grundy, you do a good thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Okay, monologue, Archie. This isn't... This is a messy messy reality. This is a messy br- blow-up breakdown.
1: <sighs> <laughs> it's about doing what's right. Really, Alice?
0: Deep moral purity will backfire on you, Alice.
1: Um.
0: I like... Betty's blackmail pull here, like, throw herself in front of her mother in this case, it's a valid strategy.
1: Ooh. Like, Polly. Ooh.
0: Also, considering that Alice probably did hear about the whole broiler broiler game thing, given that Betty and B&V both got caught... Let's add that to Alice's motivation here, in that she is seeing her daughter display some seriously out-of-character, unusual, uh, and irrational, erratic behavior, at least from her perspective.
1: Um, I like Fred, kind of...
0: Yep, calmly and clearly settling the, the terms. And, like, the only fair outcome, as much as letting her leave town with her teaching certificate, is problematic in yes. and of
1: itself. Yes. I do not know how I feel about those two parents not reporting it to higher authorities. Yep. Is problem. Yep. Is much problem.
0: That said, if she's recently changed her name, that it is in itself weird that she is able to... her credentials were transferred over. <laughs> Quite but the anyway. Twist
1: ending. Oh, I guess there is kind of a twist ending in Rumble Without a Cause, actually. Hmm. Um, Our building
0: tension cliffhanger. Of
1: course, that's not the twist ending, but you know.
0: The murder wall. Oh, yeah, not there quite yet.
1: No, no, I mean the twist ending was Joaquin made out with him.
0: Oh, yes.
1: That was a good twist. Oh, bye, murder wall.
0: It was such a good murder wall.
1: Dramatically knocked over lamp, which is on for some reason.
0: (laughs) 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 To make sure they didn't miss any of the murder wall.
1: Oh, no. Veronica's like, Mommy. Something is hidden
0: from from me. dad. Mm hmm. And she is so right. That pearl necklace. That's a good pearl necklace.
1: Yeah, but that's a collar, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Pearl collar, pearl necklace. Either way.
1: Yeah. Does, in fact, match her wrist. Mm-hmm. Um, this, is, this is sort of the beginning of the Hermione-Veronica alliance a bit.
0: Yes, and I like it. Mm. When pressed... They find some honesty with each other. And Veronica is good about trying to trust her parents in in ways that felt realistic to me through this first season. Right? Yeah. As she comes to understand more and more of what her family really is.
1: He has an extremely long reach, your father. And yet, Hmm. it's only a teenager in the (laughs) second season. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lol. (sighs) <sighs> anyway, well old Riverdale is dying he's helping him like... so it's interesting there's a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of um, conversations between children and their parents about what is wrong and right in this show mm, yeah which I think is good in a teen show I think and- that's a fine quality
0: and I like that more often than not, we are not just with the teen perspective, but we are with some unusual, candid teen honesty mm-hmm. that actually teaches the parents something about the situation. Yeah. Uh, and with with other examples where, you know, right now, Fred and Archie, they talk this out in a yeah. real frank way that didn't feel cheesy or... Instantly resolving it all. Like, they processed this well, I think.
1: Yeah. As well as
0: they reasonably could. Ugh. For what a gross mess this would be.
1: Yeah. I. I mean, there's no conversation about telling Mom.
0: True, which should really happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ugh, oh, good acting from KJ Appa here.
0: Yeah. Alice... Growing Alice, on me steadily. Yeah,
1: doing a little moment of good parenting. Mm-hmm. Well, except there's going to be so there's so many secrets coming. Good
0: try, Alice. Good try. I, I points for effort. No secrets, huh? Only all the secrets.
1: Oh, <laughs> this is sweet. Yeah. Not. Hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Betty's super bright Yay, here. Woo! Mm-hmm. I wonder what the Cooper household was like six months earlier, you know? Oh, God. Like, how how stable was this forced cheery detente? Because, like, yeah. the, the Polly we meet seems pretty bright and cheery. Much like Pilot
1: yeah. Betty. Yeah. It seems like, I sort of feel like probably Polly and Betty were like a team against their parents.
0: Yeah, but in light and fluffy ways.
1: The new diary is black. It's a symbol. (laughs) Also, her room got darker.
0: And so did Archie's life.
1: Yeah.
0: (sighs) I really like the window convention, and I think it's good that it's softened a little bit um as they've moved away from this coupling yeah but i've I've, there's something really charming about this dynamic and relationship even outside of the romance potential of it yeah um you know friend friends who grew up together something really sweet and strong about that particular dynamic the next door neighbors
1: i like what it says about archie's character Oh, she does get to narrate. Well, that answers my question. Betty and Jughead are the only two narrators. hmm Oh, man, I love this version of Geraldine. She's, like, cruising these two young boys, you know. Mm-hmm. Not changing at all.
0: Maybe Miss Grundy was dangerous in some way as she looks over her glasses.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, she narrates Jughead's story. That's kind of nice.
0: Mm. That feels balanced and yeah. right um i again a nice bold lyrical oh. pop music choice with strong emotional content this very anthem kind of choice of song is this the, so strong. Of
1: the norm theater
0: oh this could be um it doesn't
1: i haven't been in the norm theater in literal years
0: um i feel like the norm is even more crowded oh. than this
1: there's him and jelly bean
0: like i don't think there's this width of space yeah. to to film in
1: Oh, yeah, and there's no room for a bed. Never mind, yeah. I take it back.
0: Yeah. This is probably just a soundstage, honestly. Yeah. The crown. Yeah. When they remembered to start putting the little references in. And... Also, I like that it's it's literally Fred who's the only person who's going to see this graffiti. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh... Oh, FP. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. This is, this is how you deal with your runaway son yep (laughs) yeah it's a sweet that's a sweet idea Jughead actually that his life would be time capsuled
1: where are you gonna live now isn't that up to you
0: Mm. (sighs) this was this was another moment of of the show weaving something richer That threw me in. I think this may have been the episode where I decided I like this.
1: Yeah. Actually, you're right. I think me too. Yeah. That sad look that FP gives him as he walks away.
0: Yeah. And learning who they were going to let Jughead be. Yeah. What the story they were going to tell with him. Like, I remember, you know, thinking in the initial casting, great um, Veronica's uh, Latinx. This is a lovely step. Um an interesting diverse supporting cast, mm-hmm. cool KJ Appas, as Polynesian, um, a number of interesting progressive steps. But until they started weaving the details, his feminism last episode, uh, the, the class and poverty awareness that they uh, really intrinsically work into Jughead this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think this was the episode where I started to realize that they were doing something and saying something that's not straight up shock factor that it's not Howard Stern writing the show but yeah someone who is more in common with with me uh in a lot of ways and
1: yeah. politics yeah 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 um i also really love the way that episode was shot like all those lighting cues that you talk about yeah it's yeah. a beautifully shot episode. And you also see a bit of, like, really nasty Cheryl, which is always fun.
0: Always great. Um, yeah, I,
1: you're right. This I, is where the episode, this is where the show got good. And, and is the end of the first act, as I was saying before. Yeah. Like, very...
0: We've moved past the Grundy stakes. Yeah. Which were part of the initial setup. Um, yeah. And the Archie plot, the the first step of trouble with Archie. But, like, now we're moving into much more interesting and higher stakes stuff. The land deal is emerging. Mm-hmm. Um, the class war is emerging.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what else is coming into play in this episode, really?
1: Um, um, there, I mean, like we're also getting the beginning of the love triangle thing with Fred and mm-hmm. Hermione. We're getting yep. um, mm. the beginning of like Bughead.
0: I think this and is <laughs> this is the episode where the color grading starts to match by character setting, character house, family life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is um, Game of Thrones is one of the I think big pop examples uh, yeah. that most starkly utilize that.
1: Well, I feel like Lord of the Rings did it too. I mean, it's no, I know yes. it's not a television show, and those are like mm. different races, but mm-hmm. like elves and pork You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but what I mean is. Um, Character perspective color shifts.
1: Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Lord of the
0: Rings world built effectively with color shifts, yeah. um, but a show like Game of Thrones that jumps around, they use color coding to clue you and cue you where you where you are. Uh, and I've yeah. seen the starting of that in the different uh, families and mm-hmm. houses mm-hmm. Uh, in that specific application of of essentially giving the giving the audience one more cue uh, emotionally and tonally and, uh, storytelling wise, you know, what, what chapter, what chapter perspective we're in.
1: Yeah. I also like that, um, uh, the, the fire, if you know, okay, did you notice how, I think later in this season and through almost all of season two, Mm -hmm. there's always a fire going in the houses. Like, Like not, not in, Andrew's house
0: but certainly the lodge house the and, blossom house and the cooper house yes, often there's have always fires. this thing
1: simmering underneath that yeah. hasn't quite that hasn't started yet there's no fire mm.
0: they and haven't it, added that much. It, it's yet.
1: like it's it like it's like the pot has just started boiling yeah yeah you know it's like we just added the salt to like get it to boil faster I'm just gonna milk this metaphor as <laughs> hard as I possibly can
0: I agree with that
1: um We've just uh, paused it at the opening shot of the next episode, it's which gorgeous. is this beautiful floral, I think it's probably the, um, the Blossom Estate. It's literally full of mm-hmm, blossoms, mm-hmm. Um, which kind of makes me excited for next episode because I have no idea what this is about.
0: Yeah, I, I don't remember what we're about to last yeah. time on Riverdale. So why don't we um, take another fiver?
1: Yeah, you and... all take a week, we'll take another fiver. Mm-hmm,
0: sounds, sounds fair.
1: Sounds totally fair. I hope you're <laughs> enjoying this. We're enjoying this rewatch. It's like, there's like, it's a little lower stakes than, than season two.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, um.
1: It's very, it's sweet. It's very escapist.
0: Difficulty le- setting level. Blech, I can't speak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's my clue, cue to take a five minute break.
1: Pass- um, uh, the... Mm, the Riverdale
0: uh, podcast. The, the Riverdale
1: Gang <laughs> podcast and the Riverdale TV show it are recorded slash shot on unceded Slewatooth, Musqueam, and Squamish territory. hmm
0: We um, are super thankful to all the Patreons and the Thundercrack Network at large uh, for including us and our little show as part of it. And all of you, gang. Yeah. Thanks for hanging with us. Um... Thanks for uh, reflecting back into the past, you know, summer flashback.
1: Yeah, I hope you're having a great summer.
0: Mm-hmm. That you uh, aren't
1: too sunburnt and that you get to go to the beach.
0: Sunscreen is your friend. Yeah. I'm embracing sunscreen this year. It's my
1: important project. Say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm Chloe. I'm Ryan. And this was the Riverdale Gang. See you next week. See
0: you next week, gang.